Yo, welcome, 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 welcome to the Mortals Podcast. It's been a minute, yo. It's been a minute. I I'm glad to be back. I'm glad. I'm blah blah. <laughs> See, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for the audience, yo. I'm nervous for the audience. But welcome to the Mortals Podcast. Uh, I'm Tatenda, and I'm here with Kev. And uh, this is the podcast where we discuss life and all the wonderful, complex, and uncertain aspects about it. You know, uh, we move intuitively. We try to speak intuitively and as vulnerably as we can. But most importantly, we're going to be trying to speak honestly. Um, so, yeah. Today, the way we structure this podcast, by the way, is that each time we do an episode, we alternate who leads. And for our first episode, we've got Kev leading on the topic. So yeah, Kev, introduce yourself to the people. All right. Yeah. Hello, beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much for that intro, Tatenda. I am excited to be on this journey with you, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite beautifully how everything unfolded. Like you said, we speak intuitively. Yeah. And I think this definitely happened intuitively. Oh, definitely. But yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. My hope is just to consciously connect and create mm. through these words that are going to come out. Of our mouth pockets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I said that today. Mouth, mouth pockets. pockets. I thought that was interesting. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I kind of like that yeah, though. Yeah. I kind of like that because it, 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 um, it, it makes me think that, you know, when you wake up in the morning, uh, as you get ready for the day, it's like you're downloading stuff and like you're putting stuff into your mouth pocket, you know, and then as you go throughout mm -hmm. the day, you know, you're paying it back. You're paying it forward to whoever you interact with, right? Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. Oh right, man. So yeah, tell us, like, what's what's happening today, dog? I am. I'm. I'm a little bit in the know, but I need you to. I need you to really let me. Mm. Let me in on this. Let me in on your thoughts, dog. What's up? All right. All right. To 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 bring you into my universe. Uh. Yeah. Today, I thought it'd be good to start with the foundation of all good things. Uh, so I wanted to talk about love. Mm. Love. Yeah. Yeah. That's love. mad. Everything inside and... Well, everything is inside of love. <laughs> but everything about mm -hmm. it, you know, what is love... Mm -hmm. You know, to you and to me, I think that's important to just kind of like break that ice to be like, okay, like, like, what is love actually? Can we define love? And we'll see if we can define uh -huh. love, you know, like have kind of like a Socratarian type of conversation where we, you know, break it down from the inside out. Okay. And, and, and see if the concepts that we hold about love uh, at the beginning will be the same 
at the end. Yeah. You know? Yeah, nah. Like, let's discover. I hear you. Okay, cool. Nah, let's do that. Let's do that. It's crazy. Just before we started the pod, see, for me, when I'm I'm nervous, right? Because I felt a little, I felt a little anxious. Let me not say nervous, like anxious, right? Like, in anticipation for all Mm. of this. And I I listen to R&B when I feel anxious because uh, of what it reminds me of. You know, it reminds me of all those like butterflies that I've ever had before going on that first date. Um, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or before yeah. you see someone you just yeah. haven't seen in a minute and you're like, whoa, you know, you're just feeling all those yeah. feelings. And so I was listening to I'm Sprung. <laughs> I was listening to I'm Sprung by T-Pay. And, um, and okay, for me, love, right? I think God is love, right? But I say that to also say that I think love is magic. I think love is like a thing that is um, intangible. We're going to, trying to define it in this podcast is going to be interesting um, because I don't think that it can be easily defined. But the way that I see it is that it's it's like an energy that we get access to through um through people things passions all that kind of stuff you know so like for me in that moment it was music but music made me think of like all these different conduits right all these different women who i've who i've uh, who i've loved in my life and it's like yo and when i think about that right i try to think of all those good things that it made me feel. And when I think about like all those times that I was in love with a person or things, I felt unbound, you know, like I could do almost anything. But the crazy thing is, right, that it wasn't, I could do almost anything for myself. No, I could do almost anything for this. You know, I could do almost anything for this person. And sometimes that's a scary thought because once you realize like the extent to which like, oh, I would, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to die for someone, but like, which I guess like if you take, uh, if you take the Christian form of love, that should be the ultimate, ultimate uh, show, showing of love, right? Like if you're willing to die, not just willing, if you die for someone, if you die for, for other people, Right. Right. Um, and you die for all, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what's important there is the selflessness in it. Um, yeah, so yeah, but also now that I say that too out loud, because a lot of times that I have felt that feeling for other people. I've made a lot of decisions that were like completely against my own self-interest. Like completely against my own self-interest. But to be fair, I wasn't even thinking about myself to begin with, you know? Uh, yeah. So then that that kind of then brings yeah. me to self-love, which which I feel like is hmm, so much more difficult than... <laughs> Than 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 we speak about then a lot of times, people. yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. 
like that. I like that. You know, because it's like you, you, you spoke about sacrifice, mm. sacrifice right within that. And then right at the beginning, you said God is love. Yeah. And that's actually the first thing I had like written down. Like, what is love? Like, God is love. Mm. But then it's like, can we even define who or what God is? We just know that God yeah. is love. Yeah, 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 yeah. God yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God is. Mm. God is. Can we agree on that? So love is. We, we, we agree on that, right? Can, God is. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, okay. God cool. is. God cool. is. Because I feel like yeah. a lot of. And if God is yeah. love. I feel like yeah. a lot of times yeah. when 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 people disagree or when I've disagreed with people about what God is, it's been that fundamental like disagreement, right? It's like, okay, fine, we can attribute like all these things to God, but like God, number one, just is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So wait, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts yeah. on, on love? Uh Love, love. So like love, like God is. Like I think, I think let me start mm-hmm. there. That love is. And what, what is that isness? That isness mm-hmm. for me, I'm thinking, is the being in whom we live, move, and have our existence. So... It's like the glue that binds everything together. Mm-hmm. You know, like without it, I, 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 I read once, I'm forgetting where I read or I heard this, um, that the world without love would be a dull existence, a dull mechanical thing. You know, like you said, like love is magic. It's that thing that brings life to our world. Yeah. Because we all have love in us. That's something that I believe fundamentally. Mm. Even the worst <laughs> people, you know, have love. Mm. It may not be like a love for other people, but maybe it's a love for money or a love for power. And I think just because that love is not directed towards a good end it does not not make it love. It just may be unbalanced love. Or misdirected mm. love, or abused mm. love. Okay, but it's still love. Unbalanced, right? and abused love. Wow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah. Yeah. There's a you. You just reminded me of something, bro. There was a time mm. that I, I I felt very confused. I feel confused a lot, but this was a very particular time. I felt like really confused and um and so I was I was very deep in like my meditations and I was uh I was doing like a like a chakra cleanse, you know, like clearing out my chakras, right? And yeah, uh, yeah I love yeah. those, but the cra- the not the crazy thing, but one of the rules, right, is you've got to make it to the end. Right? You have to clear all of mm. them. You gotta go the whole way, mm, like, like in the exactly, avatar, like, like, like you know the last exactly like in the avatar. It's like the guru's like you gotta finish exactly. the process. And I yeah, learned yeah. the hard way why that's so important. 
right? So I'm doing my chakra cleanse, whatever, whatever. But the thing is, it takes it takes time because you have to like really like meditate, right? Like you have to really focus and just you know let go of those things and go through it like stage by stage, you know. And it's really like a yeah. process of detachment. Um, mm-hmm. But I got lazy and then I stopped at my heart chakra, right? So I had I had just done like my heart chakra meditation, right? And then mm-hmm. I didn't continue on to like, you know, my throat chakra, you know, my crown, my third eye, all of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't continue on. I was I just kind of mm-hmm. got lazy. I got tired, and then like life got busy, and now I'm not actually doing anything. Now, what was interesting about that period of time after is I met someone who I could say like I've never met anyone like that. It was like as a result of clearing my heart chakra. I met someone who I was like so ready to fall in love with, right? But here's the thing, because everything else wasn't cleared, it was a it was a it was an I won't say abused kind of love, but it didn't have everything that it needed for it to flourish, right? But I thought it did though. I thought it did cuz I was I was just accepting that all of that like, you know, all of those feelings were very validating, but uh, communication was lacking, you know. And I and I didn't mind. I didn't uh, mind because I I felt like nah, I feel what I feel, so it's all good. It ended devastatingly, right? Right. It ended devastatingly. As as most uh, love affairs. Well, do, yes, yeah, true, yeah. true, true, true. Um, but yeah, like. That was that was like an interesting lesson into like oh okay cool like love is and love is love but like yo <laughs> you've got to be also kind of delicate with it right like you don't want to turn it into an abused love right like like love by itself isn't mm. enough or or like maybe let me say love the feeling the feeling exactly. Of love. The, the experience yeah. of love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not in love. It's not enough. It yeah. Needs, needs that uh-huh. It needs, it needs the it practice. Needs right. Right. And like part of the practice is like, is mm. self love. And so mm. in using myself as an example in that situation, right? Like if I was in a position where I recognize that I need to love myself and I need to complete this process for myself, Right. Outside of the fact that like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Things seem to be going pretty well right now and blah, blah, blah. Right. It's not sustainable mm-hmm. if I'm not, if I'm not practicing and completing, you know, loving myself too. You know, uh-huh. I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, like I like, I like that awareness from you as well, uh, because it, it's really cool how you can, look at that situation and even in this conversation be like, oh yeah, that didn't work out because I, even though I loved that person, you know, I wasn't speaking from a balanced throat chakra, you know, I wasn't um, in tune and aligned, you know, it's like I wasn't operating from that higher place because that's that's powerful awareness and love is a very powerful force 
and it needs to be wielded with awareness. Mm. Uh, and I'm actually going to bring that into like, um, th- like the next part or like, I, I just want us to, um, to define love a little bit. Like, like, like okay, like let, let's give it some structure. Okay, cool. Now. Yeah. Cause it's like, you've spoken about yeah, go what for you it. think love is. Yeah. I've spoken about what love yeah. is. Um, and then I'm just, I wanted to use the, you know, the ancient Greek categorization of the four types okay. of love. So, uh, there's eros like what you're speaking about is the the eros the romantic love uh the relationships with passion and intimacy Mm -hmm. sexual intimacy Mm -hmm. uh you know that that creates babies and whatnot (laughs) Uh, i'm in love with a stripper kind of love and then there yeah the 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 what kind of love said i'm in love with a stripper kind of love Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You've all been there. I mean, <laughs> I don't know you've all been there, but it's understandable. <laughs> it's, it's it's understandable. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah, because so there's eros, and then there is philia, mm. um, which is you know the uh, the the friendship, mm. you know, the love with affection and support and a sense of equality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not really like a like a binding love. It's like I'm I'm here for you, you're here for me mm-hmm. kind of love. And there's storage. It's called. I actually didn't know it was called storage before this. I'm like, oh, this is the first called. time hearing about storage. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's the love, um, of of parents, the love ah, by parents for their children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, because it's like this one is more like it's it's not as reciprocal, you know, yeah. because it's like your parents will love you, and 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 you know, children's you know, us children being the rascals that we are, and we're all children really. Uh-huh. Um, this is no matter what we do is like parents will be like, yeah, I still love you mm-hmm. though, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a rascal, but yeah. I love you. You're my rascal. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, agape, mm. which is, you know, the love of mankind, mm-hmm. the love that the Christ came to uh, demonstrate mm-hmm. to us, which is, you know, that unconditional, all-consuming, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can take my body, but I still love yeah. you guys. And and I forgive you guys anyway. It's okay. You can nail me on the cross. That's, that's perfectly yeah. fine. It's okay. Interesting. <laughs> Um, I, yeah. I, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about eros. Let's yeah, talk about let's eros talk about love. Yeah. Okay. So. so, so when it comes to eros, bro, I I think <laughs> when I think about eros, I, obviously I I feel like I have a lot of easy to point at examples when it comes to eros, right? When it comes because it's such a fiery kind of love, right? Um, Mm. yeah, it's such a fiery kind of love when I think of Eros. It burns. Yeah, it really burns. It burns bright. It burns hard, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. but it burns still so it can be destructive. Destructive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me, but tell me about that. It's like, you know, like in in the lost. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like it's like in the in the, in the last Airbender. Uh, <laughs> I really love referencing this. Show oh yeah, no, like I, I'm gonna do Doug, it. Doug, I'm a I'm a full on like fan too, man. I think a lot of my life has been modeled yeah, through that, uh, subconsciously and maybe even consciously yeah. too. We 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 yeah, actually yeah. might need to like, do. I an find episode. it so cool. You know, we definitely yeah. do. Like we definitely do because it's like I, I find it so cool how it's like this show that you know a lot of us watched in like our childhood yeah. uh like shaved us in so many yeah. ways we didn't even realize at the time but it's like even now being you know in <laughs> 26 i'm still like oh yeah man like lessons from the lost yeah Avengers. for sure like, that was cool uh but yeah like you know you know like the, the firebenders mm. when zuko and ang had to like carry the fire mm. you know up the mm. mountain and you know it couldn't burn too bright mm. and you know they couldn't it couldn't it couldn't also burn too low where it would go out you know so it's like it burns too bright it destroys but it's like if you don't nurture it enough then it just it goes away it descends into nothingness mm. and you know romantic love is a lot like that especially at first you know because it's like yeah. you you meet someone uh a beautiful person and they they capture all your senses mm -hmm. you know you are aroused physically like oh wow that's that's something yeah and yeah. you know then you go into that ring and you're like oh and they you know reciprocate that uh -huh. <laughs> or they don't um which is when it can get dangerous right is when there's like an imbalance uh -huh. in that in that situation uh, and someone is like burning it's like you're it's like you're throwing fire to this person but you're not like reciprocating yeah yeah but yeah 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 but it's like it's but it's 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 beautiful right because it's it's the love that creates mm. um that's how i'm seeing it in my okay. mind just yeah. now as i'm saying it it's like it's the love that it, it creates it's like you meet someone you've never met before or you've never looked at before and then you begin this process of creating something mm -hmm. that exists between the two yeah. of you or however many of you you choose to engage with in that yeah. process. Uh, I like yeah, that. I yeah. really like that. And then it's the love that creates, yeah. um, you know, you know how like oftentimes like, you know, like that, like when you meet someone and the first, like not even the first thing, but like easily you start to create narratives even in your mind, just about a potential future right yeah. yeah and yeah yeah it's so cool it's like oh how many kids do you do you want like, I want, like yeah like, yeah oh. yeah <laughs> me too a lot of times off of like yeah, very yeah. little information from either one of you about you know the actual mm -hmm. logical aspects of building a future together right yeah. and and i remember i remember yeah. a friend of mine you know bless ra man um I don't know if he minds me putting his nickname in the pod, but um, he... Well, to take it off. Yeah, yeah, I'll <laughs> ask him. I'll ask yeah. him. But, uh, but at some point, I asked him, this is like a while ago, this is like high school even. I asked him, I was like, Doug, how do you, how do you plan? He had been in a long... Well, he had been dating someone for like some time, and I was like, Doug, how do you do it, bro? And he's like, dog, you only plan for as long as you've been with that person. You've been with that person a week, 
you plan a week ahead. You've been with that. That felt way too logical for me, man. Way too logical. I see graves, yeah. bro. When I I see graves, I'm like, yo, okay. Okay, okay, cool. So we do this. We end it at 92. You know? When we're um, in the ground. Like you, you, like you do the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. 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 Which, which, to be fair, I acknowledge is a little unhinged. And maybe it goes to what you're saying, right? Like you're, the analogy you gave, you know? When, when it burns too mm. bright, it can really like just burn into nothingness. And what is unfortunate, but also I find also kind of interesting is how those visions of the future are the first to burn. Mm. Right? Mm. Like, mm. and it's, it's also mm. interesting how that starts to cause conflict in the real relationship, right? Like you've set up these expectations of where you want to take mm. this situation and then something happens, right? Mm. Your partner does something mm. and you're like, wait, hold up. How does, how is that going to, how is that going to fit in the framework, right? And then that part of, of the vision like burns and you can't really get it back because mm -hmm. now you know what you know, you know? Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, damn. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's interesting. Like, I've never heard that before. It's like, no, it's it's just the visions that that first die and then that, now transfers into 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 what's happening in the mm -hmm. present so it's like you you create we create these narratives of like okay what's our life gonna look like yeah and then you start to have doubt in, in the, the certainty of that future mm. because of whatever's happening or whatever happened in the mm. past and then that now affects the present yeah which is which, and that's, yeah. Which is which is kind of interesting to me though, because now when I think about it, and I'm just kind of freestyling off the top of my head right now, but when I think about it, it's it's the balance that's important, and I think that's that's a huge lesson in the act of love, right? Up outside of the feeling of love, now, right? The act of love, like you're saying, like that balance. Then okay, cool. Um, it's it's difficult to balance it when the vision is so bright, like your poor boy Tatenda who thinks about all the way into ninety something, right? Um, mm -hmm. Where you can't really, it's difficult to balance that kind of thing because you set up so many expectations, which oftentimes are just completely unreasonable. Um, yeah. And then, but <laughs> but the real thing is that like yeah. love is dynamic, it is fluid, and You've got to be able to be like, oh, okay, no, nah, it's all good. Like this person is who they are, right? They are who they are. Mm -hmm. And I can't force this, mm -hmm. this mental picture that's in my mind into this reality. You know, something either is or it isn't, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, I'll tell you what, like that for me has been a really difficult lesson for me mm -hmm. to learn. <laughs> Um, because fortunately or unfortunately, I am most definitely like a, I like to say hopeful romantic. Mm. And, I, and I think we spoke <laughs> about this. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a hopeful yeah. romantic. I'm not yeah. hopeless. I'm a, I'm a hopeful mm. romantic, you know, 
where it's I'm like you know I, I meet someone maybe there's like a small spark that you know that starts then all of a sudden there's a fire burning within my mind and mm. you know like you I've created a future together or something um but you know the more I've become grounded and this year I've really been working on grounding myself mm. you know within that because it's like well because of how consuming it it can be uh it's important to have that that sense of realism mm. and that sense of surrender yeah. because love is a lot about surrender oh, i'm finding sure. so if i'm thinking okay i'm going to surrender myself to fall in love with this person i'm going to surrender to this love that i'm feeling because i guess i'm being honest with myself mm. then i also have to surrender with you know to love itself not 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 my love but to love mm. itself and in the end love decides whether this you know flame will keep going or it'll be fanned by both yeah. people you know something i found with romantic love yeah. it's like yeah there's the desire that i have and the desires that the other person yeah. has i think that's such a key but, distinction yeah, yeah. surrender yeah. to love yeah. and not my love yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah because yeah like i think i think love is the teacher and we are the students mm. um and and the teaching within romantic love is this you know to look at like one person or again however many people you prescribe mm-hmm. to and say this kind of love i'm going to be directing in this mm-hmm. way you know it's like i won't love my friends in this way i won't love my parents in this way yeah I want to love like other people in the community or congregation yeah. or whatever in this way but this person is is I'm I'm giving you the love that consumes mm. and then through this creative energy you know this 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 sexual energy and like not even like just sexual in like a a physical sense but there's this dance that happens between the masculine and feminine en- energies within me and within that person mm-hmm. um and between us and polarizing and this exchange happening and it's like a dance you know it's like it's a dance you know like um sometimes i'm leading or sometimes they're leading and uh-huh. there are aspects that like i have to surrender to and then they surrender yeah. to me and it's like we're dancing in this yeah. way and that's how i see that dynamic is it's like a it's a dance yeah. it's a dance I like that. but then you have to be in sync yeah. it's about the rhythm so when that rhythm is is lost then it's like then problems are inevitably created. Mm, I like that. I like that dance. Or sometimes you never had that rhythm to be, you know, to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> I dig that dance example. When I think cuz it made me think, right? Like um eros is is like a bachata, you know what I mean? Um hmm. And then and then it also made me think about um the other kinds of love right like like philia uh being more of uh i want to i don't want to say line dancing but it's like but when you're dancing a troupe you know like when you're break dancing you, were you ever into that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like when you're break dancing <laughs> i mean I'm, i'm not a very good dancer but i do my yeah. best <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I I tried I think when I was like 12 or something. 
I, I've always been very stiff, but I but I like to move my body, you know. Um, but yeah, like like I I think of that as like you're break dancing. Everyone's got a role, but you're you're painting a bigger picture, right? Like it when it all works together, everyone else who's like watching this yeah. dance with um with your kin is just like yo, that's wow, dog. Like they move. They move so smooth. They move in sync, you know. And it's not—it's not that everyone's making the same move. It's just that everyone is doing what they need to do for the, you know, for for the bigger performance, for the grander, you know, for the yeah, yeah, for the grander plan. Um, do you want to get into that into philia? Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. It's it's really cool. You said that like like everyone is everyone is watching because that's also um, I believe a tell of true love. Mm. It's because everyone around can see like oh, like you've seen people who are like truly yeah. like like just just true yeah. love. You're like oh those people are truly that's yeah, palpable. And you're like that's that's a beautiful yeah. dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like into into philia which I guess is the, uh, the friendship, the brotherly love, mm. brotherly love, you know, the, the love thy neighbor yeah. kind of love, you know, the, the good Samaritan mm. love. And, uh, I like that one. It's, 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 it's kind of like you see someone who's down and you're like, Hey, let me, let me help you up. Mm. And you help mm. them up. There's, there's an element of selflessness in that, mm. but I suppose where it's differentiated from agape is that there, there's no self-sacrificing in there. It's, it's support. It's like, I've got water in my cup, let me pour into your cup so you have something to drink. And then similarly, you know, for friends, for true friends, and you pour into my cup mm, when I'm thirsty. Yeah. And there's this relationship that exists between people. It's like a community yeah. thing. It's like, I respect you and because I respect you, you respect yeah. me, you know. Nah, I hear that. Not like in a manipulative sense, but it just like yeah, like community. Yeah, community. Nah, that's, I hear that, bro. That's what just that's what I just thought of. Yeah, just true community. I hear that, bro. That's cool. You know, um, I'm gonna be vulnerable for a second. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably be vulnerable every episode, but uh, this last weekend, dog, I um, mm. I saw this video on YouTube. YouTube shorts, just mindlessly scrolling through. And I saw this video of, it was about this dog that's at this farm somewhere. Um, I, I'm guessing it's somewhere in North America. But this dog, apparently it typically just, you know, goes on some solo adventures and like brings back random stuff to the crib. But on this day, it brought back a raccoon, bro. Like they were walking side by side. They pulled through <laughs> to the crib. And then obviously like the owners were like, okay, we're not letting, <laughs> we're not letting this dog, we're not, you know, like we're not letting the raccoon into the crib. Like we've got kids or whatever. But uh, the raccoon was like, it chilled with the dog. Like the dog decided not to go into the house, even though like, you know, it's one of those dogs that are allowed to go into the house. Uh, it didn't want to go into the house. It chilled outside on the porch with the raccoon. 
I think for like a day or something and like uh-huh. uh, into the night they slept together there and there was like the footage I'm like looking at this dog sleeping with this random raccoon bro and that just put me in my feelings bro I love this I love yeah this. man it put me in my feelings dog yeah and so I yeah. uh I I shared this already with uh with the people on my Finsta you know which shall not be disclosed um Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I I shared about this, and so I I told the story about the dog and the raccoon, and then when I stopped to mm-hmm. s- like, because I wanted to record like two different videos, just you know, one talking about the story, then the next was this was on my story and my fin stuff, and uh, so the next video yeah. was meant to be about my thoughts on it. I stopped the video, right, right like after I spoke about the dog and the raccoon. And I just started crying, dog. Mm-hmm. I just started crying because it was one of those things that I think that I had been holding in for like a very long time where honestly, I just miss mm-hmm. my friends, bro. I just miss my friends. Oh, you man. know, that filial yeah. love is so important. It's so important, you know, and just yeah. having, yeah. like having people who regardless of your background your history or whatever yeah they hold yeah. space for you yeah. and you hold space yeah. for them yeah you know yeah. um yeah oh, oh so crucial bro so yeah man i had to shed some tears yeah. for the homies you know oh. and uh that's that's really beautiful yeah oh man it was a good cry dog it was a good cry it was a it was a solid cry bro it was a solid cry i felt good afterwards you know and it just made me think like it's i i think that um in any iteration of life we have these people who we're connected to we cannot explain it but we know that these people are a part of this like soul family of ours right yeah and yeah and and to me it made me think like you know what i want in every iteration of life to find my raccoon niggas in the woods and i want them to find me you know <laughs> what i mean like no matter how rabid either yeah. one of us is you yeah. know like find me dog yeah. Yeah. Find me in the woods, yeah. bro. Yeah. And trust, I'm gonna find you too, dog. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Chitz, Chitz is gonna be in the woods. <laughs> um, you know in it. the near future. You, know you wanna go look for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Basking in the moonlight, howling to the raccoon homies to to come <laughs> <laughs> bearing gifts of stolen. <laughs> <laughs> You know it, dog. You know it. You know it. Yeah, yeah it's, man. it's poetic. No, man. yeah, no. I I feel that. I feel that. Honestly, thank you so much for sharing, man. Because, yeah, like first of all, vulnerability is such a powerful tool. You know, in this world, I feel especially like for, you know, for men, that's something that we really need to tap into. That I feel like we have been, you know, on a collective we, scale. Yeah, we have I think so too. Yeah. 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 And, and that like, you know, 
that dog raccoon thing it's like it's interesting yeah it's a, it's a good example and, and that's why i even thought of like the good samaritan mm. right because it's like those those true friendships are usually those that go beyond the veil of like um you know like you know we're we're probably not supposed to be friends mm-hmm. you know uh, or i found like my good friends now um are people that i wouldn't have been friends with like in high school uh-huh. Yeah, you know, or like didn't, wouldn't have spoken to a yeah. lot because it's like, you know, we, we kind of like assume identities when we're in yeah. that, you know, school matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, then you start breaking out of those shells and you're like, you know what? You look a little different, but we get along. Yeah. We get along. And and we have this kindred spirit. There's like a shared shared appreciation for, for one another mm-hmm. and where we're going mm-hmm. in life. That's, that's something that I think is important. It's like, okay, like I understand maybe, you know, you have a different religion or background or whatever, but I, I see you have, uh, you have respect for yourself mm. and you have respect for the people in your community mm. or, or you genuinely want to yeah. do good. And it's like, okay, let's look past that and just like allow ourselves to feel whatever it is mm. we're feeling now, you know, and it's not because we're yeah. the same. It's because there is a spirit of friendship that exists between yeah. us. I'll even go as well, yeah. just to add on to that too, just saying like, even if you don't have respect for yourself, like part of that kindred mm. spirit is recognizing, even if you don't see it, right? Like mm. is someone else recognizing mm. that thing within you that hasn't been tapped into? And it's difficult. It's like, it oh, really man. takes like a kindred yeah. spirit to recognize that when you haven't necessarily yeah. like intentionally displayed it, right? Like it takes someone who's like, who's got their, no, who's, whose antennas are just up because they are like, you know, they're just up and then they just see you. They're like, nah, dog. Mm-hmm. there's something about you. Even if you don't believe it just yet, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that even reminds me to something that you you told me. Oh, uh, I think I think we spoke about it. it must have been last year mm. or the year before. Uh, or I think I like shared something on Instagram, and I was kind of like, ah, oh, you're like, man, I really like that. And you're like, ah, oh. I was like, kind of like, ah, oh, you know, like I don't know, man. You know, some people really just don't, you know, understand my perspective. And you're like, no, but I. I fuck with your perspective. Oh yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> no, I like your perspective, and I'm like, oh yeah, you're yeah, right. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, man, yeah. like ah, oh. like no one ever told me that like that. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm like, no, I like your perspective, and that's such a beautiful thing I think to have in friends is to be able to bring that at you know bring that light out of each other. Mm. It's like yeah, like fu- fueling the flame, mm. you know. Not like in a nun eros, like we need to get this flame burning and it needs to yeah, consume nah. you. It's just kind of like, no, no, this, this is for you. I want to see you. And, and yeah. Yeah, man. No, for real, yeah. dog. No, which is also important. Mm. Uh, sorry. Oh, Nick, which is also important in, um, within those romantic relationships, mm. I feel. Mm. Um, like, like something that I think is like this, like, like in a, in a good relationship, I think all these loves are present. Mm-hmm. It's like in a, in a beautiful true love relationship it's like you 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 need that philia and uh, something my like like my mom even says to me you know from time yeah. to time it's like she just reminds she's like you know what like 
more than anything else, <laughs> she's like, your father and I are good friends. Mm. Mm. I'm like, I like yeah. that. It's like, you know, you, you kind of need to be friends with someone for a relationship to work. That's so true. You know, if you're not friends. And it That's so work. true, bro. Can I, oh man, this vulnerability thing, bro. Uh, yeah. So, uh, nah, you're so right, dog. You know, one thing that's kind of, that um, has been very much on my mind and uh, part of what I've been doing lately has been to try and like reconnect with all my significant exes, right? Mm. Um, and not in a sense of like even trying to see if there's something there or anything. It's just... The fact, to me, it just started to bother me that the fact that, like, okay, I spent a considerable amount of time with this person. I shared a considerable amount of, like, myself and my life with this person. And then things ended however they ended, right? And in each situation, it's different. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and to me, it's like, I, I wonder, I was wondering why why there's like zero communication. I know people who, who, who are still cool with their exes, like genuinely cool with their exes. And to, that was always like very mind blowing to me. It was always like, so like, wow, like how do you manage that? Right? Like, and so I went on the thing of like, just like, okay, look, I just want to have a single phone call with all of them. Mm. I am almost done. I haven't quite finished it yet, but they've been such healing conversations, you know, because in all those instances, regardless of whatever happened, there is that, like you had said earlier, that mutual respect of like, now nah, I respect you as a person, you know? Yeah. And so we could have mm -hmm. now like more candid conversations not only about what happened, but just about like ourselves as human beings outside of that whole relationship situation. Just like, yo, are you good? You know, where are you at with this whole life thing? And, and because of that like foundation of like, of that filial love, I guess, even though at the time it was very distant, I, I, it was very distant, I'll say. In, in all of these situations, there was, it's like, it was still kind of there. It just needed to be nurtured probably, you know, now that you've mentioned that, like, mm. I think it just probably needed to be nurtured, you know, but it's part of the lessons, right? Like figuring the thing out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really beautiful, man. <laughs> I love that for you. Truly. I truly love that for you. Man, that's something that I would like to manifest into my reality as well. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, there, you know, there are like, you know, some exes of mine where I'm like, yeah, no, we're cool. And, uh, you know, somewhere, I guess, you know, it's like there still could be a conversation that I would wish to have mm. or not, mm -hmm. you know. But it's like, I think that is important. It's like to always return to, because something, something that I've realized or been realizing is it's like, at the end of the day, no matter what happened for me, whether that's, romantic relationship mm. or friendship and it doesn't go well it's like 
at the end of the day, like that, you know, appreciation that I have for you will always be mm-hmm. there. And I think it's important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty That's cool. That's so true. It's pretty That's cool. so true. That. Even even when you're drawing boundaries, yeah. dog. Yeah. Right? Like with your friends yeah. as well as with partners, like yeah, even when you're drawing a boundary, for sure, dog. That respect still needs to kind of be present. Mm. So in a healthy love there is there is respect. Mm-hmm. There is um there's respect. Mm. Like that. Like that. I like to kind of like take that into the next segment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um cuz yeah, that that was like a nice little <laughs> into into agape. Mm. I actually think I'm like yeah. Like yeah, when I want to go into that agape love. Uh the 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 all-consuming love. Mm-hmm. It's it's all-consuming in the way that with with agape and the difference from eros and agape is 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 you're falling in love with love itself. Mm. You're falling in wow. into love. That's beautiful. Into love. Just there there needs to be no form or any particular recipi- recipient of that love. It's like when you are so consumed by love itself that you simply connect to the love that is within all things, mm-hmm. all created mm-hmm. things. And you recognize that kinship, that relationship, that close intimate relationship you have with all things, you know, as the Christ did, which is something that I think is, is really what, really what it's about. You know, it's like, that's why, you know, he could look at the tree and be like, you know what, you're going to wither because he was one with the tree and, you know, he was one with his disciples and his neighbors and like all people. And it's like, ah, you know, like Ram Dass talks about it. And he's like, he has meditation, beautiful meditation, this enlightening experience. Yeah. Shout out Ram Dass, man. He's like, ah, I've got the heart of Christ. And he, he makes it so simple. He's like, tell the truth love everything mm-hmm. and it's like i it's like you know there are moments if you're a meditator or if you've gotten lucky enough to have that experience on like psychedelics or whatever or like in a moment of ecstasy during prayer or just some like mystic experience that takes you into that realization of like your kinship with all yeah. things and i think that's really like the end goal for humanity right it's like that angelic state of being like while being within our earthly bodies and it's like oh yeah okay you can you know because love is all that remains that's something that mm. i believe like love is there at the beginning and it'll be it'll be there in mm-hmm. the end you know when all forms have ceased to be when we've forgotten ourselves as separate beings and it's like okay yeah we're one with all things and we are one with god and yeah yeah, man. Wow, well, yeah. That's what I think true religion is about, mm. you know, is I think that's that's what it all points to. It's like, okay, can you go beyond? It's like, okay, you love this person, but can you go beyond this person and see that you are love, you are in mm-hmm. love, and this person is a conduit for you to experience this mm-hmm. love? So can you let go of the form? 
Just go straight to the I like source. that. I like that. Not falling in well, falling not falling in love, but falling into love. I like that. I like that. You know what it makes me think of, dog? I mean, we're talking about Avatar, mm. Last Airbender. And now I'm kind of rethinking how I thought about that Guru Lahima poem. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. From from the Legend mm-hmm. of Korra? The yeah. Poem? Uh, let go of earthly oh, tethers, yeah, 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 yeah. enter the void, weightless, like wind, you yes. know? And yeah, I for me I have I've always loved it, and it's been a riddle for me for a very long time. And I feel like you've just given me a key part into solving this riddle for myself because when uh, when Zahir, and you know, this is about to get kind of nerdy for some people, but for the people who listen, well, who've yeah. watched Lost Airbender, which I think is a couple of you, so you'll get this. When Zahir lets go of earthly tethers, it's because um, his girlfriend dies, right? It's such an yeah. epic scene. Yeah. Um, mm. And for a while, I have wanted the weightlessness, but not the loss, right? Mm. But when I think of what you just said, I think of like the falling into love being like, like you're falling into the void, right? And even from what we're learning now is that voids are not empty. Like black holes are not empty. You know, Mm. they're actually full of a lot, Mm. right? And so does the void as like literally nothing actually exists probably not right and maybe that's that's like the illusion mm-hmm. that okay you to be weightless you got to let go of the baggage to truly 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 love these people now for that character it took like him watching his girl die right and then him going onto this like mad spiral um but yeah. later on in the series, yeah. you then find that like, nah, my man's actually eventually found the peace and the peace is, he's just chilling in the spirit world, right? Um, yeah. yeah, just slumming it out in this. It's gone beyond. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And um, and it just makes me think like, because uh, a lot of this stuff is like a process of detachment, right? A lot of these lessons it's not necessarily learning what you should take on, but learning what you should let go of in order to become unburdened, you know? Mm-hmm. And even for, even yeah. for Christ, like, you know, when, when um, he was begging, like when he was asking God, like, yo, dog, does it have to actually be like this, bro? You know, cause think about it. Like, like please, yeah. Please. Like think about it. Like, <laughs> Like yeah. my man's was 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 uh traveling um with his homies, you know. At some point my man's was pretty famous. People would like fill in what he was talking about, asking him questions, you know, like I think all those things, if we're going to consider that Christ had a human experience, right? Um 
And like, yeah. for anyone listening, that's how I choose yeah. to see. And for anyone who's listening, whether you like, you know, believe in this or not, I think if you just entertain the thought for a while that Christ has had a human experience, right? And mm-hmm. you know, with all the wisdom and all of this stuff, and people are feeling his vibes, and like everyone's giving him all this attention. He's got mad love from the homies, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's like. To know that, like, dog, for this whole thing to work, I need to let all of this go, bro. Mm-hmm. I need to let all of it go. He loved it. Yeah. 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 All of it. His mom's, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, if, you, if, you, yeah. if you deep it from that perspective, I think, I think I, yeah, yeah. The whole process is a process of detachment, you know, yeah. letting go of the, you know, all yeah. the stuff. But hey, man. And uh, yeah, man, I, and I think like within that, acceptance is really the mm. key, right? Because right at the end there, he's like, you know, if I don't have to do this, please save me, God. Yeah. <laughs> but let thy will be done. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And and that's where the peace comes mm. from. It's like the the safety of of letting mm. go. Because it's a beautiful world we live in, truly. You know, there are a lot of things to love here, a lot of beautiful people, the experiences, the places you can mm-hmm. see, the things mm-hmm. we can do. And it's like these are all beautiful things to love. And it's like, you know, we should love them. But then there's a love that goes deeper than that. It's like an invitation into the unseen. Mm. It's like, okay, you've seen all the things that you can yeah. Can you let them go? And then know that there's even more. There's an infinite universe, actually, yeah. of, of mm. love. Of love. Mm. And, and then once you have that faith of like, oh, okay. Okay, death is completely safe. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be taken care of. It's gonna be beautiful. I don't actually lose anything, because I'm I'm st- I'm stepping into the source of all things now, mm. and, and this is that true enlightenment, right? It's like you go straight to the source. You're like, okay, mm. where all things came from and where all things go. This is where I'm like stepping into. And then you step into this place, and then once you do that, you're you're able to see that that place is everywhere, all around you, all at once, and it's never gonna go away. Mm. So you can weep and say, oh, I've lost so-and-so, or I've lost this relationship. But I didn't really lose them. Because that love I have with me now, and they have my love with them. And that's going to bind us together through space and time. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, that's agape. And it's like when you really feel that, man, like, oof, you could almost cry. You could almost cry. See, bro, I'm... It's like, like I... I had an experience like that. I'm like, wow, that was wow. beautiful. Um, Tell me about that. Because I've, yeah. I've, I haven't had that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's happened a couple of times. Um, uh, the first was after a, I wouldn't say the first. Uh, I think like we all have this feeling in childhood, whether we remember it or recognize it or not. It's like you just look at the world with wonderful eyes. Mm. 
you're like, wow, what a beautiful place. <laughs> Why is everyone so caught up in their own shit? <laughs> right? Uh, or like, is everyone trying to form me into something? Whatever mm. it is. Um, and so this is now later in my life. I'm in my 20s. Uh, and I've just gone through a pretty traumatic event. You know, it's like I'd, I'd been dealing with like trauma already. And it's like something just like happened that like triggered me to face that event. Not only face that event, but like face my life. You know, like I was incredibly depressed mm. and, and I hadn't been making a series of good decisions. So I decided to really and truly embark on this healing journey. And, you know, like luckily with, with the aid of like um, psychedelics, which I was taking in a very... Uh, safe way <laughs> methodical mm. I was being very intentional I respected the plant and the herb yeah and I was now in like the middle of my trip and I just gotten off the phone with I think it was my girlfriend at the time and I wasn't getting like the love the reciprocation that I felt I needed at that point in mm. time and we just like got off the phone now I'm sitting there, I'm in my room, I'm like in my bed mm. and I'm just like weeping now because I feel this great void, this lack of mm. love where I feel like I should have love. And I just like expressed, you know, I'm like weeping. And I just express, I, I, you know, at this point in time, I didn't really say this to anyone. I didn't have like any picture in mind. I'm just like, I just want to feel love. Mm. And then boom, like that, it's like a glass shattered, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a glass just like fell apart. And it was just like this booming presence and awareness of you already are, you always will be. And it's like at that point in time, it's like I was sitting in a sea of love, in a sea of awareness. Mm. That like this thing that we go throughout our life searching for in other people, in, in the work we do, in the places we go, the things we have, it's like, it's always with us. It's nice to go searching for it and to pursue it in this world, but then it's always with mm. us. Then if you sit still enough, and if you're honest with yourself mm. enough, then there it is. And it's like, no, you don't necessarily need all the money and that person. That's nice to have, obviously, you know, have it, but you don't, you, you don't need to do anything to get it. You've got it. Damn. I just like sat there. I smiled. <laughs> this beautiful face just like looked up at me from my blanket and just smiled at me and I got it I'm like ah okay I'm like oh there you are God cool <laughs> right there with me the whole time and I'm like ah beautiful oh, that's beautiful thank you for sharing that that's beautiful man oh, you're very welcome happy to share happy to share man yeah man mm -mm. yeah Nah, that's wonderful, Doug. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, just just taking that in, just taking that in. I mean, you've told me this before, but it's 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 wonderful to hear this again, though. And I'm glad that I'm glad that also some other people can get to hear this too. Yeah, man. Tell it as many times as I need yeah, to. Man. It's a gift, you know. It's like yeah, yeah, right. There is um, right, yeah. yeah. And then there's somewhere in the in the in the, in the Bible where it says, um, the Christ says, I think it's in the Gospel, and he says, everything I tell you, in secret, mm -hmm. tell it in the open, 
Mm. It's like all the secrets I give you are meant to be shared, kind of thing. All the gifts I give you when when we're alone is a gift to other people. I think I'm really starting to get that because mm. it's like you know we may all have these little mystical magical moments that we like we keep to ourselves. We never really tell to yeah, people. For sure. But it's like if you have an opportunity, give that to someone because that's that's the gift that never perishes. For sure. You know, that's that treasure that never rots and never you know dust is like those experiences of faith or magic that like say okay you know like love is real magic is real like you are loved infinitely yeah unconditionally yeah yeah, yeah. nah man that's nice yeah thank you for listening nah nah thank you yeah. I just also just searched up just for reference because I know some some of the folks them will get a bit mad that verse you quoted is in Matthew. Is in Matthew. Yeah. Matthew. Matthew. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, Thank yeah. You for that. Nah, so, for the people. Well, what does it say? What's Matthew the chapter ten, verses twenty six to twenty eight. Okay, I you look, look, man. Just for the record, I'm not even really Christian like that, but but I respect referencing. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um just just for the people listening. Very scholarly huh? of you. Yeah, yeah, just for the people yeah, listening. I said I love that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. We need to, you know. Yeah, but okay, so Matthew chapter ten, verses twenty-six to twenty-eight. This is not Bible study, but listen up. Um don't be afraid of those who threaten you, for the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed and all that is secret will be known to all. What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout from the housetops for all to hear. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Yeah, that was, that was, that was Jesus. Um, which yeah, is yeah. which is it's an interesting verse in and of itself, I think. Um, yeah, because for real, the thing is that, and you're right, you're right. It's a gift. All these like moments, and uh, we will we will be covering a lot between the two of us, I'm sure. But all these like moments, right, that give you a a like the sense of enlightenment or just that feeling that, and the thing is, the thing about these moments is that you don't need to provide like extra evidence. Cause you know what you felt, you know what you experienced. And I think that's a huge part yeah. of the human experience, which is oftentimes really discredited by um, people's demand for evidence because it's the, the evidence is there to satiate yeah. uh, your uncertainty about things. And that's okay. Like, obviously, like, we can be uncertain about a lot of things, but it's about resonance, you know? It's about resonance. And so yeah. whenever, whenever anyone shares their experiences... If someone else resonates, that's a beautiful thing. Because that mm. that goes into like love being magical. 
you know, like mm-hmm. we, I didn't need to, I didn't need extra evidence for this. I believe you, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. nah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Those, those gifts that you get in secret. Mm, I love it, dog. I love it. I love it, man. No, that's wonderful, dog. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, we didn't really talk about yeah. the what to call it, uh, the parental love. It's the story, yeah. the parental yeah. love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's just yeah. touch on yeah. that real yeah. quick before we head out. Otherwise, I think yeah. both our parents, sure, both man. you know, our parents would be like, "Yo, dog, <laughs> talking about babes, bro." Yeah, man. my man said he's in love with a stripper. Like, what is going on, dog? What's going on, man? You didn't talk about the person that carried you. Yo, listen, listen, Doug. Um, Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. This this one is, I really love this Mm -hmm. one, man, because it's like, you know, on that your parents will love you. I mean, you know, a good parent, good parent. And you know what's interesting about being a good parent is you don't even necessarily need to be, I guess, a <clears throat> a, a popularly good person, mm. right? But a good parent who just loves their kid, it's like they'll do anything for their kid. Yeah, you know, it's it's like whatever it is you want, they will fight to the nail to make sure you have that. It's like I've seen that in my parents. You know, it's like really, it's like yeah, sure. You know, when when you're younger, you're not appreciating a lot of these mm-hmm. things that are happening behind the scenes or that you're not seeing, mm-hmm. right? But then it's like that love that says, okay, I'm going to work till 4 a.m. so my kids can go to school. Yeah. And I really love this about, I mean, like, you know, African parents mm-hmm. and really parents all over the world where it's like, okay, I'm going to work so hard so my child has a better opportunity yeah. than I had. So they can do better than I do. So I'm going to sacrifice myself so they can experience joys that I didn't experience mm-hmm. and go places where I never went to. And it really like, it, it's like this paying forward love. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the seed I'm watering and it's going to live beyond me and then do all these things beyond me. Mm-hmm. And it's like the return for me is going to be seeing this child be happy. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's how I see it, I guess. Nah, nah. I I feel that. I feel that. I also think as well with um with good parents. And I think I think my parents are pretty cool, man. I think they're pretty cool. Obviously we've had our moments. Um but I think it's also it's all parents. Yeah, exactly. But but I think a a part of that too is is unlearning the child and like relearning them again as they go through their different stages. Right. Mm. Because um, if we think about it, like from a psychological perspective and I'm not a psychologist, I just like reading stuff. Um, But from a psychological perspective, parents for kids really like, they only really affect you early childhood. They, give you the framework through which you're then going to navigate your public life. But your public life mm. affects a lot more of your decision-making um, than your parents can, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. um, and, and so a lot of times, 
as kids, we'll make all these like wild, wild decisions, right? For better and for worse, mm. right? Um, <laughs> emphasis on wild. Yeah, emphasis on wild. All in an all in an attempt to really like define ourselves and fully form ourselves, right? Um, mm. And a lot of that, like the the amount of patience that's also required. So there's that like grit that you spoke about where it's like, okay, I'm going to work until 4 a.m., 5 a.m., just grinding it out so that this kid can go to school and have like good opportunities and like be in a better position than I was, right? And then also there's that aspect of like, okay, you do all of that kind of expecting nothing in return. Nothing. Right. Yeah. And it's a balance because it's hard to do that. Like it's hard to not expect anything of this person who, and my dad, my dad has been repeating this for a few years now. Right. Um, and it was after like my biggest, like, you know, like I, I had dropped out of university in Cape Town. And I had gotten back home and then I told them when I got back, when I got back home. And that was like, that was like a whole um, uber uncomfortable, just very, <laughs> it was not a good, it was not a good situation. I'm not going to get too much into details with that, but you know, I'm just not ready yeah, yet. But, yeah. um, but it was a test for both of us, right? Mm. And one of the lessons that he learned from that experience was this, right? Like anything that anyone on earth has ever done, right? Your child is capable of doing. Mm. And he learned that from Seneca, which is ironic because like I kind of put him on to studying philosophy during the time that we were like, like fighting, Right. Which also kind of speaks to, which also kind of speaks to the fact that like, yo, okay, that patience and that, and that, that the fact that parents hold a different kind of space for their kids. Right. Where, okay. Yeah. You've messed up. I'm not completely going to discount everything you say, even though to be fair, like from my perspective at the time, I didn't think that anything I was saying was going through. Right. Um, Oh, but yeah. uh, but it was though because mm -hmm. because you know he's my dad, and um, and so you know he you know started like studying stoicism a lot and that really resonates with him. But yeah, like and and yeah, and he shared this with me. He's like, "Yo, listen, look, dog." Seneca's like, "Yo, look, anything that any human being has ever done." Well, he didn't say it in those words. He was mostly speaking about a son, but you know. Greek times, people didn't talk about their daughters very much. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, he's like, yeah, anything that, and you, shout out to progress. Yeah, shout out to progress, right? Um, uh, yeah, the, anything your anyone, any human being has ever done, your child is capable of doing for better and for worse, right? And so that's how you kind of temper your expectations as well, which I found to be like really profound and, and it it really does speak to a kind of grace that um, I think good parents afford their 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 children, right? You do what you do, and it could be for naught. 
But the thing is, it's not really for naught because this human being is still living a life and they're experiencing a life and they're going through whatever they're going through and navigating it. And that's kind of like the beauty of it, right? Like the fact that this person is coming into their own and making their own decisions and and dealing with the consequences of those decisions and um, and like you keep moving forward, like that's part of the human experience. And I think... Uh, yeah, I think it's 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 an extremely profound kind of love. Do you want to have kids, bro? Do you want to have kids someday? Um, I hope to. Mm. I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. At least one, I think. Yeah. 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 We've definitely yeah. spoken about this before. Yeah. Um, yeah. like Yeah, I th- I think it's a, it's a beautiful experience. Mm. It's enlightening in its own way having Yeah, children, for sure. <laughs> I think. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I almost feel at this point, right, mm. um, <laughs> because mm. I I want to raise children, right? I am not certain, mm. I'm not certain if I want to, those kids to be like, you know, part of my bloodline or not, right? And that for me is like a profound thing too, where the bloodline aspect, and I will probably get into this at a different time actually, Um, because that's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole other topic. topic. Mm -hmm. But uh, because I just, I just feel like with all the suffering that's going on in the world right now, I know it sounds like kind of like woohoo or whatever, but like genuinely, I'm not sure if if for me it it it's a settling decision to bring someone else into the suffering, right? But then, but then again, that is negating hope. Hope is always there. And hope always comes like anew with like fresh minds. You know? Yeah. And also it's like where where Huh? Yeah. Like where where we see the spirit, the the new children we will see. Exactly. So, yeah. This this always it's always yeah, how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Protect the kids. Yeah, no, protect, protect the, the kids, kids, bro. At all costs. <laughs> protect the kids. Yeah. Um uh, okay, I'll get into this another time. But um yeah, no, for sure. Protect the kids. Uh and but but then also like uh when I when I really think about it, I also kind of feel duty bound sometimes that I should have kids because honestly in my friend groups, very few I think currently mm-hmm. you might be like the only friend I have who actually wants to have kids. Lot of my other homies, good people, man, good, good people, just wonderful, beautiful people. But they don't want to have no kids, bro. They don't want to have kids, and that that kind of makes me upset because it's like, yo, dog, why is it the good ones, bro? Like you can't do that to us, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, I, everyone has their own convictions and sure. their calling. For believe. sure, for sure, right. Is 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 you also don't need to have children if you're if you're own to be 
a parental figure or to just you know have that mothering or fathering energy yeah I also yeah believe. yeah but you know it's crazy yeah. though all these people have that energy they've got that you know yeah. but i suppose it's one of those things right it's like when when uh like with great power comes great responsibility type of thing right like yeah. if if you know that you could probably do this you know that your test is going to be mad cuz your your kids are probably mm-hmm. going to test you dog you know what i mean in in whatever way mm-hmm. and it's going to be <laughs> mad it's going to be a madness dog yeah yeah so i think for for yeah. them a lot of yeah. the times is like they think of like uh that whole thing of like oh like what is the test going to be yeah 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 I, th- i think you're right on that one and i know i've thought about it myself i'm like Eesh. i know myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah dog. yeah 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 uh, yeah 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 i i, I know I, i mean i know firstly the kind of child i've been to raise and how difficult that mm. may or may not have mm. been um and and it's like you know you kind of look at it a bit dauntingly because yeah the universe definitely does give fairly <laughs> i think especially when it comes to that respect yeah. so like, okay fine yeah, yeah, yeah. heavy is the head that wears the crown and yeah can be daunting but you know i i hold on to the hope i guess i'm dangerously optimistic but i'm like yeah you know what mm-hmm. everything will be okay like you know always take a leap take a leap yeah sure have kids whatever you know yeah do this do that put yourself out there and then suffer through it for however many years it's it's not as long as you think it is it goes by my mom actually said over the weekend she's like yeah i know it's like you were born and now you're like 26 and it's just gone by like i'm like where did the mm. time go mm. <laughs> you know because it's like i guess it's like war you know when you're in the middle of it it's all yeah. happening but then it's like it's only afterwards where you're like oh God, that was actually a lot but it's like you know when you're doing it you're just i guess so like anything in life i think i guess so yeah. man i guess so Yo, I would actually also love to have this conversation as well. Again, especially with regards to like parents, mm. but with someone mm. who hasn't had the same experience as we've had where we yeah. we have I I I I think you have a pretty healthy relationship with your parents. I think I have a pretty healthy relationship with my parents, but I think I would love to have this conversation as well from that perspective. um while including that perspective as well what do you think about that yeah that would be cool yeah that'd mm-hmm. be cool that'd be yeah. cool yeah i think it'd be a good thing to do even even do like a like a midnight gospel you know maybe bring Oof. one of her parents you know on the podcast and I, talk yo, about that or something yeah yes that'd be cool. actually that could be that could be interesting i know i'm definitely not ready to do that yet Yeah. yeah 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 neither revive but you know <laughs> no no now we've put it out there happens. now we put it out there so we know it's coming doug right mm-hmm. it's gonna happen yeah somehow mm-hmm. yeah no for sure yeah. for sure final remarks for me I, doug, man This is lovely, bro. This is lovely. Is that love wins in the end? Yeah.
Yeah. And love you got, is you got, the be um, any any parting and words end all for the people of all things. And when there's a drama that we are partaking in in this life comes to an end at different points for all of us, is that love wins. Mm-hmm. It's what I believe is our saving grace as a race. Mm-hmm. So no matter how ever we're practicing it in our romantic relationships, in our friendships, in our spiritual practices, is to hold on to the faith, because that is the faith, is that love takes us through. So yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the first episode of The Mortals Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope that you've taken something from this uh, table that we've set. And uh, if you want to put something onto the table, too, feel free to just hit us up on any of our socials. Um, Probably the podcast socials, Uh, you know, just so we can keep it all in line. But uh yeah, no, but for real, thank you. It's it's wonderful to be back in the podcasting space. And it's wonderful to do it with Kev. You know, very soothing. I was actually thinking some part of it was like, I was like, nah, we need to change the name to like um the mortals meditations or something. Cause we were we were we were kinda going in, bro. We were kinda going in on this one. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, but thank you. And from me, I think, you know, God is love and it's all love. So, yeah, man. Cheers.